Happy Monday, everybody. My name is Brandon Rosa, and welcome to episode 118 of the Xbox and 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. Every Monday, this podcast covers new game releases, the previous week's gaming news, and we all are in an Xbox-related fun fact together. This show is on YouTube and podcast services around the world, so please subscribe in your favorite and leave a review. Xboxin10.com, no numbers, is your quick source for links to all of our podcast destinations and social media profiles, which can follow at Xboxin10. To start, let's talk game releases. The big games out last week were Aliens Fireteam Elite, King's Bounty 2, Splitgate, Psychonauts 2, and Tropico 6 Festival. The games coming out this week include Inked, A Tale of Love, Space Station Sprint, Baldo the Guardian Owls, Zophus, Monster Harvest, Keyway, Guts and Goals, Rustler, Maneater Truth Quest, The Big Con, Crown Trick, Song of Iron, Lamentum, Fishing Sim World Bass Pro Shops Edition, Lake, Alveol, Galaxy Squad, Rico London, WRC 10, Guitaria Fables, Weapon of Choice DX, Surgeon Simulator 2, Access All Areas, Yoni, Big Rumble Boxing Creed Champions, Golf Club Wasteland, and The Medium. The new games with gold for September 2021 have been announced, and they include the following. Warhammer Chaos Bane on Xbox One, available from September 1st to the 30th. Malaka on Xbox One, available from September 16th to October 15th. Then on Xbox 360, you can redeem Zone of the Enders HD Collection, available from September 1st to the 15th. And Samurai Showdown 2, available from September 16th to the 30th. Now to last week's biggest news stories, and we have seven to cover this week. Number one, Halo Infinite release date officially confirmed alongside new trailer. Dro Scrubbles at IGN writes, Halo Infinite has a final release date confirming after leaks of December 8th, 2021. Announced during Jeff Keighley's opening night live for the stream on Gamescom 2021, we saw a brand new story trailer for Halo Infinite's first free-to-play multiplayer season, featuring a new character, Commander Lorat Agrina, and her history with the Spartans. Commander Agrina is responsible for training new Spartan recruits at the Academy in Halo Infinite, which serves as the hub for the game's multiplayer campaign and integrates into the main story. During the Halo Infinite segment, we also got a look at a new Xbox Elite Wireless Controller Series 2, themed especially for Halo Infinite, as well as a limited edition Xbox Series X console design for Halo's 20th anniversary, which will be available beginning November 15th. It is so good to finally have the release date, December 8th. I love the distance between some of the other big games this fall, like Call of Duty and Battlefield. I cannot wait to finally get my hands on this. Number 2. Xbox Series X, NS, and Xbox One get cloud gaming this Christmas. Wesley Inpool at Eurogamer writes, Xbox Series X and S and Xbox One get cloud gaming this Christmas, Microsoft has announced. During its Gamescom 2021 Xbox stream, Microsoft said Xbox Game Pass Ultimate members will get access to over 100 games from the cloud on the consoles. This has the added benefit of letting you play games before you install them. Microsoft uses the example of Sea of Thieves and the ability to jump into a multiplayer games with friends as soon as you get an invite without having to wait for an install. Cloud gaming also means Gen 9 only Xbox games, what Microsoft curls are current gen games, such as Microsoft Flight Simulator and The Medium are playable on the last gen Xbox One via the cloud. Cloud gaming on Xbox consoles support up to 1080p and 60 frames per second, quote, to ensure the highest quality experience across the broadest set of devices, end quote, Microsoft added, which is currently the same performance Xbox Cloud Gaming currently offers across PCs, phones, and tablets. What an awesome announcement that was hidden in a terrible Xbox Gamescom stream. What an awesome story and feature that you can play next-gen games on an old Xbox One system. 
We just need to make sure cloud gaming works as good as it's supposed to, and this is such a great experience for those who can't get their hands on the new series consoles, or those that cannot afford to upgrade. Number 3. Sea of Thieves is launching a Borderlands collaboration, including a themed ship. Cat Bailey at IGN writes, Sea of Thieves' latest collaboration is an unexpected one. During Xbox's Gamescom 2021 presentation, Rare announced a special event featuring, of all things, Borderlands. The event centerpiece is a special Mayhem ship inspired by Borderlands. Basically, it's a pirate ship cast in Borderlands rusty red and yellow with a familiar logo on the sails. It's not the most obvious collaboration given that Borderlands' brand of post-apocalyptic sci-fi is the diametric opposite of Sea of Thieves' pirate fantasy, but they have a similar sense of humor so the two might not be as far removed as one might suppose. In any event, Sea of Thieves has found plenty of success with its collaborations of late, particularly its Parlous of Caribbean event featuring Jack Sparrow. We'll see if it can replicate that success with the Mayhem event, which runs from August 24th to September 7th. Certainly not an event that intrigues me as much as the Jack Sparrow one did, but it's cool to see the collaborations venture out into other publishers such as 2K with the Borderlands franchise. Number 4. Microsoft Flight Simulator gets a competitive racing mode later this year. Matt Kim at IGN writes, A competitive racing mode is coming to Microsoft Flight Simulator later this fall as part of a partnership with Reno Air Race. Several high-speed planes will be coming to Microsoft Flight Simulator that you'll be able to pilot head-to-head -head against your friends. The racing series is based on the Reno Air Races, a multi-day race series that includes races in six different plane classes. Flight Simulator is a realistic flight sim and for the most part it's a game for plane enthusiasts looking to take a plane and travel to a distant land, but with the upcoming racing mode, Flight Simulator offers something for more competitive players who are interested in more than just sightseeing. It's cool to see Microsoft Flight Simulator try to attract another crowd, those that don't just want the sim game. This game is just to me one of those commitments to excellent as it's so gorgeous, runs so good on a console, and I can't believe that you can go and take a plane anywhere you want in the world and it looks as good as it does. Truly magical and nice to see them try to attract more of an audience. Number 5. Destiny 2 The Witch Queen offers the game's biggest expansion in years on February 22nd. Chaim Gattenberg at The Verge writes, Bungie has officially taken the wraps off the next major expansion for Destiny 2 The Witch Queen, which will continue the story of the sci-fi space series and see players finally face off against Savathun, the titular Witch Queen. Savathun, the sister of Oryx, the main villain in the original game's Taken King expansion, is a foe that has been teased for over seven years. With her machinations behind many of Destiny's previous major events, including the corruption of the Dreaming City. The addition of the Witch Queen marks the first time that players will be able to face off against her in person, though and as far as the trailer has revealed she won't be alone. Savathun has managed to harness the player's own powers of light to empower Hive Guardians with similar abilities. The expansion will also feature a new location, Savathun's Throne World, along with a new campaign, weapons, armor, and of course, one of Destiny's Hallmark raids. Additionally, Bungie is adding a new weapon type, the Glaive, a first-person melee weapon with both ranged and up-close combat types. Also, the Witch Queen will bring a major new addition to Destiny 2, customizable weapons which players will be able to modify with unique abilities, mods, and stats that are built into their own personal specifications. The system will start with the newly added weapons in the Witch Queen, but Bungie plans to add it to other weapons over time. To tide players over while they wait for the Witch Queen, Destiny 2's upcoming Season 15 content, titled Season of the Lost, will focus on the long-missing character Marisov, Queen of the Awoken Faction. It will set the stage plot-wise for the Witch Queen's bigger changes when it arrives in 2022, Season of the Lost will last for six full months between now and the Witch Queen, making it an unusually long season for Destiny players. Season of the Lost will also include a reworked Trials of Osiris mode that looks like it will encourage players of all skill levels to participate in the pinnacle player vs player experience. The reworked Trials of Osiris mode will also see that soft launch of Bungie's new anti-cheat system software when it arrives on September 10th. 
Bungie is also launching crossplay today as part of the season of The Lost, allowing Xbox, PlayStation, PC, and Stadia players to finally be able to play together for the first time in Destiny history. So much awesome Destiny 2 news, and there's more to read about for this coming season and The Witch Queen if you're interested. I can't believe how nostalgic I am for the Destiny franchise. I used to be addicted on the first game and the second game early on, and I really need to get back to that. I need to find some free time to get back with my friends and start that grind. Number 6. Saints Row Reboot officially announced at Gamescom, release date revealed. Roland Bishop at Comic Book Gaming writes, As part of Gamescom Opening Night Live, Deep Silver and Deep Silver Volition have officially announced Saints Row, a new reboot for the franchise set in the fictional city of Santo Leso in the American Southwest. The announcement trailer revealed that an all-new group called the Saints, forming and trying to make their own mark in a new area. Here's how Deep Silver describes the new Saints Row. Quote, as the future boss with Nina, Kevin, and Eli by your side, you'll form the Saints and take on Los Panteros, the Idols, and Marshall as you build your empire across the streets of Santa Leso and battle for control of the city. Ultimately, Saints Row is the story of a startup company. It's just that business, the Saints, are and happens to be in the crime. End quote. As noted, the new Saints Row is officially set to release for PlayStation 5, PS4, Series X, and S, Xbox One, and PC via the Epic Games Store on February 25th, 2022. I gotta admit, it seemed like such a ripoff of Grand Theft Auto back in the day when I played the original game, but it still had such magic to it. I'm excited to give this reboot a chance as I never played another one past number one, and it looks like the game actually runs and plays pretty well. They did have a little tease for the gameplay, so I'm excited to see more. Number 7. Marvel's Midnight Suns announcement trailer confirms March 2022 release. Heidi Nicholas at True Achievements writes, Gamescom 2021's opening night live gave us a look at Marvel's Midnight Suns, a tactical RPG set in the darker side of the Marvel Universe and confirmed a March 22 release window. Quote, when Hell awakens, only they can stop it. Rise up and join a darker order of heroes to defeat Lilith before the Dark Hold is complete in this tactical RPG set in the darker side of the Marvel Universe. End quote. Opening Night Live host Jeff Keighley spoke to Firaxis Jake Solomon, who confirmed that the character we saw resurrected in the trailer is the Hunter, a new customizable superhero designed with Marvel who will lead a team against Lilith, Mother of Demons. We'll get a look at gameplay on September 1st. The Marvel Sun site is up now with a countdown to the gameplay reveal. We don't have a specific release date yet, but Marvel's Midnight Suns is set to launch sometime in March 2022. As a huge MCU fan, this trailer absolutely slapped. Go watch it. The song is amazing. I can't believe a good cover of a Metallica song made me feel that way. I cannot wait to get my hands on this game and see more of it. I'm not usually into tactical RPGs, but funny enough, Mario vs. Rabbids is one that got me hooked. As always, we end our show with a fun fact about Xbox, and this one is going to be about how Halo originally started. Credit to Lance Cartelli at GameSpot. Halo wasn't originally a shooting game. It was originally conceived as a real-time strategy game set in the same vein as Command & Conquer and Warcraft. Gamers would still control Spartan units, but not as a first-person shooter. You have to imagine that there's a world in which Xbox doesn't continue to exist this day if this game wasn't a shooter and was such a landmark success on the original Xbox. Had it been a game like Command & Conquer and Warcraft, who knows where we'd be now and if this podcast would even exist. Thank you all for listening to the Xbox and 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. If you like the show, please subscribe to your favorite podcast service, share with your friends, leave a review, and follow on all social media at Xbox and 10. This past week, I've had very little time to play any games as I was doing some moving and hurt myself in the process. Just a heads up as well, I am recording this podcast on Thursday, so if there's any groundbreaking news on Friday as I'm going away for the weekend, we will include it on next week's show. My name is Brandon Rosa. You can follow me on Xbox at Brosa93. Hope you all have a great week. Stay safe and keep on gaming.